put some music on. Well, we can't, because then it'll be in the background of the <laughs> recording. Dude, I'm really worried my mom's going to call me right now and yell at well, me. Well, then do you want to just wait? No, 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 let's just go. Okay, welcome to Lesro Podcast. Yay, we're back. After, what, like nine months? Yeah, I know, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm Yessi. And I'm Tara. And we're happy to be back. And we have some interesting things to talk about today. Do we? Yeah. (laughs) Good, because I did some research on those interesting things. But before we get into that, let's find out what we've been up to and what what was the reason behind the eight, nine-month hiatus. Um, I think we just both got really busy. Yeah. 2016 was ridiculous. Yeah. But it was a good year, and I think... I know. It was a good year. It was a rough beginning of the year. Um, but things, lots of things have changed and I mean, we're moving forward. Yep. It doesn't even feel like it's October already. I know. I think one of the last podcasts we did was in October. It's so weird. Yeah. I think it was like a couple weeks after Halloween because Mm -hmm. we discussed Halloween. So we're about a, wow, it's probably been longer than a year since we've been on. Yeah. No, no, no. We were on in February. That's the last time we recorded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. February. Cause I went back and listened to that podcast. Um, is that Something. podcast up? Yeah, oh, it is. Maybe I've never you haven't listened to it? it? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was the one with the Valentine's Day. I think we talked oh, about Valentine's. Oh, okay. Yeah, now yeah, I remember. Yeah. Maybe you should go listen to it. Yeah, there. probably. And all of you guys should listen to it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on uh, SoundCloud.com, mm-hmm. and we're now on iTunes, which is Yay. big news for us. Yeah, excited it, about that. Turns out that it's not that hard to get on iTunes. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) I guess it was just daunting to think about. So, yeah, thanks for setting that up. So, yeah, you can find us on iTunes if you um, search Les Rolled Podcast, and that's L-E-Z-W-O-R-L-D. Sorry, I have dogs, and they're protective. (laughs) What are they barking at, though? The world. Oh, my God. Well... We'll, we'll, we'll go through Try it. to power through it. You want to talk about your dogs? How many do you have? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about my dogs. <laughs> I see two. Are there more? Uh, no. <laughs> I have two dogs. Yes, I have two dogs. They're little cute dogs, but um, they like to bark and protect me. But we also have a church next to us. Oh, yeah. So people park in the streets next to the house. So they yeah. even see somebody or think they hear something and they start yeah. barking. So I think this is the first time I've been to your house on like weekend daytime. Yeah. Usually I come over in the evenings mm-hmm. after work or whatever. And I saw that um, your neighbors were out there like reading the newspaper and drinking coffee. Really? Yeah, which is weird because I, I, you don't really see that of people anymore. Yeah, yeah that's and it was like cool. I think it was also because it was like churchgoers, you know, they were mm-hmm. walking by and they were like saying hi and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was really nice. Everyone's really nice around here. Yeah. And yeah. sweet. So. And it seems like it's a very diverse neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of different backgrounds, ethnicities, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely a lot of people of color, but no white people here. Oh, really? No white people? I haven't seen any. Oh, really? (laughs) Damn, even in my mom's house, there's white people. Really? Not in her house, but (laughs) around the area, there's white people, yeah. There's no white people in your mother's house? No. I live in my sister's kids, but they just look white. (laughs) They always hail Mexicans. Yeah, they always think that my mom is the nanny. Shut up. Yeah. So you know how like the the lady comes over and she pushes like the lotes and uh-huh. the raspados. Uh-huh. Um, when my mom went out there once to get like something for her, and my brother, the lady asked her like, "Oh, where are your where are the kids? Are you not taking care of them today?" And uh-huh. she's all like, "My grandchildren." <laughs> she's all like, "Those are your grandkids." And she and my mom was like, "Yeah." Oh god. And she was like, "Why are they so white?" 
Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, and it happens to my sister too. They think that she's a nanny as well. That's so ignorant, honestly. It's ignorant, but it's also like my sister has like brown hair, dark brown hair like I do, brown eyes. My mom does too. And the kids are like really like blondish, dirty blonde hair. One of them has like green, dark green eyes. So yeah, it's just Charlize weird. Theron walks around with her little black kid. Do they ask her if she's a nanny? No, but she's obviously adopted in. And it's yeah. Charlize Theron. I know, but you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, but the likelihood, assume. the likelihood of an older Latino lady with white-looking kids is a nanny <laughs> than her own yeah. grandchildren. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. That was a rant. Okay, so what are we talking about today, Essie? Well, today I wanted to talk about an article that I read. Um, I have Snapchat. Mm-hmm. As you know, mm-hmm. um, my own personal Snapchat. And you know how sometimes when you're scrolling on Snapchat through to see other people's stories and what they're posting, uh-huh. there's those things that are like on the top that like yeah. you can scroll through it. So it's like news on sports or mm-hmm, news on celebrities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, some of the like major players like, you know, Cosmo or ESPN and mm-hmm. all of those, they, they tend to have their, their feeds up there. And I went on it and I clicked on one of the Cosmopolitans for whatever reason. And the title of <laughs> was it. Was there a hot girl in front of the Cosmo? Yes. And there you know, we go. No, and it, was, it wasn't a hot girl. It was a hot, like, still of a movie. And the movie oh. was Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio oh. and Claire Danes. Yes. Do you remember that movie? I love that movie. Okay. By the I way, I have two copies. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't know okay. why. So, just side note, yesterday I was at a party with my girlfriend and her family, uh-huh. and we were talking to one of the younger, her younger nieces and stuff, and I brought up that movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, because they brought up how, like, one of them wanted to go back to school and become, like, a professor, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's what I wanted to do. I want to go back to school out there, you know, I finished my bachelor's and go back and be a Shakespeare professor, mm-hmm. and then it led on to this whole conversation about Shakespeare, and I brought up that Romeo and Juliet movie, yeah. and she was like, I've never seen it, what? and she was really young. She was, oh. like, young. She was, like, I mean, I thought she was, like, older, like, in her early 20s, but she's actually 20, oh. and I was like, how can you have not seen Romeo and Juliet? It's, like, a classic teen movie yeah. like, that I remember. It's, like, watching, I don't know, um, the, the Notebook. Yeah, or, the Goonies yeah. or Sixteen Candles or Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off. Like, mm-hmm. those, like, Mean Girls, you know? Yeah. Just those staple teenage movies. Yeah. She's like, I've never seen it. And then I was like, what? So I Googled it. It came out in 1986. <gasps> 20 years ago it no, came no, out. No, 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 no. 19... 19- 1996. 90, 96. 96. I thought you said 86. No, I was no, like, no. dude, I was like, one. No, no, no. 96. She was five months old when this movie 96? came out. 96? Yeah. Oh, and she just looked at me like I, like, I was Duh. like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't seen it. Yes. And wow. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. If people like know that they need to watch movies like Mean Girls or, I don't yeah. know, Forrest Gump or Pulp Fiction, yeah, yeah. those like classic films. Romeo and Juliet should be one of those, the Claire Danes and yeah, that's a great one. I Just love like, that movie. Yeah, the music's great, the cinematography's great, everything's great. Anyways, that was a picture that was on that Snapchat thing. Okay, so I went into the article, and the article was the Rome. The Romeo and Juliet pool scene was my sexual awakening. And the author of it was this girl named Eliza Thompson. You can look it up online if you want. And it got me thinking, right? So the article was pretty much her describing how that scene in the pool when Rome, after the party, uh-huh. Romeo goes and is being super creepy and looking at her from the balcony. <laughs> Not creepy, romantic. No, 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 no. Don't get me started on Shakespeare creepiness. <laughs> so, so they... 
they have that scene where she he like surprises her out of shock they fall into the pool Mm -hmm. and then they're having like this huge like monologue and they start kissing right Mm -hmm. and she's all wet and he's all wet and he's dressed as a knight and she's in a nightgown, so yeah. there's a whole lot of night. And uh, <laughs> that's what the the author of this article, Eliza, talked about. How for her that was like when she realized, like, oh my god, there's. She was a preteen, like I think I'm guessing she was like twelve, thirteen, which means yeah. she was about our age at that time. Yeah, you know. And so she said that for her that was what did it. That was like the first moment that like she felt like her sexuality and that she wow. was a female and stuff like that. And I thought back at that scene, and I felt the same way. Huh. And I thought that, you know, you're right. That's a super hot, steamy scene, you know? Yeah. They're, they're in the pool. It's nighttime. There's, like, all of this mist that's coming out yeah, of the pool, the lighting. Wet. Yeah, they're all yeah. wet. <laughs> but I think for my Clothes are clinging on yes, to them. Yeah, it's all right. white. Yep. Like, she's wearing a white nightgown, which... I mean, whatever. So, <laughs> I was going to get into something on that. So... I thought about it, and I was like, for this girl, I guess what she was attracted to was Leonardo DiCaprio. Versus oh. for me, it <laughs> I wasn't was... even thinking about him. Yes, you weren't, right? <laughs> no. No, for her, she was. She said oh. that, you know, that for her, that was like it, like the guy, like, okay. you know, that she had posters of and stuff. But for me, I guess it was Claire Danes in that wet yeah. nightgown, mm-hmm. which led me to think, well, what other sexual awakenings... Because there's different ways to define that, right? So there's like yeah. So tell me, tell me that, like in your eyes or in your mind, what is sexual awakening? Well, there's there's two ways you can look at it, right? So like things that are about sexual awakening, for example, movies that are about sexual awakening or books or whatever it is. Uh-huh. So they are, you know, people coming to terms with their sexuality or not their sexuality, but their sexual lust. You know, like wanting to have sex, not just not quite have had sex or have had that experience of being intimate in a sexual Mm -hmm. or, you know, romantic way with someone. But for me, that is a sexual awakening, that definition of like, well, at what point did I realize that I was attracted to or that I lust or wanted something that I knew was just not. Well, for one, like, you know, at 11, 12 years old, 13 years old, I guess when this was going on. I mean, I wasn't, I, no, we didn't know. What we we didn't doing. know. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know. And yeah. the idea of being a lesbian or gay, even though it was somewhere deep down in the back of my mind that I knew that I was different, it wasn't necessarily at the forefront, at the yeah. forefront, or did I really quite understand it? And I think that had it been at the forefront, I think I would have even suppressed it even more mm-hmm. for that fear of like, yeah. oh my God, I can't be like this. I have to be attracted to Leonardo DiCaprio and not Claire Danes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... So is that your sexually awakening like movie? Is that is that the one that did it for you? No, I think the one that actually did it for me that I keep going back to is I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm just looking at you like, oh god, what is it? It's gotta be um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, uh, the, the movie? No, the show oh. with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. And, what do you mean the Sorry. movie? The Didn't movie. the movie come out in the eighties? Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> I wasn't watching that when I was like 11, 12. Well, maybe oh. I was. Anyways, I never, I've never seen that movie, so oh. I wouldn't know. Is a chick hot in that movie? Yes. Oh, really? Oh, Who my God. It? I can't she even remember her name right now. It's okay. Keep going. Okay. So, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show with Sarah uh-huh. Michelle Gellar and Allison Hannigan. Remember mm-hmm. her? So, you guys probably know her now as the chick from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yes. Okay. 
she's that's one of the most recent things. So her name's in in the show. She's Willow. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's a lesbian, right? She later on, yes, oh, is a lesbian. Okay. But I mean, we're talking late nineties, early two thousands. So yeah. I mean. Back then when they were doing things like um, anything that was like a little bit homosexual or homoerotic, yeah. it was either really seen only in like what I think were just like horror movies or it was just like a huge deal, right? Yeah. Like the first gay kiss that I can remember that was a big deal for me was the one in Dawson's Creek, which is another show that was going on at the same time yeah. as Robert the Slayer. There was yeah. two guy characters and they had a kiss and it was like this huge controversy and all these people were like up in arms and then later on Joss Sweden who is the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer he created this character of Tara which is another witch that comes into the show yeah Mm -hmm. and she it's very interesting because the way he portrays their relationship to so that it like borderlines that line of like straight Mm -hmm. and sexual friend and girlfriend Mm -hmm. is he really used it magic as a metaphor for it oh so that's why the two girls were witches and they were um they would like practice spells they were the first ones for for willow it was the allison hannigan character it was the first time that she was able to connect to someone Mm. that reciprocated her attraction because she always had the hots for the guy yeah Uh, and then she had another boyfriend but whatever (laughs) Whatever. So when you saw this, when you saw what, their first interaction? Their first kiss, yeah. yeah. And then it was, like, super intense because I remember that there was certain scenes where they were, like, hold hands. Mm-hmm. Or certain scenes where they're just, like, really, really close. So, th- so the whole time that sexuality, that homosexual lesbian was eluded. Mm-hmm. But it never really manifested itself. And, yeah. and the, the moment that it did to me, I was like, oh, my God, like, that's... You felt tingle uh, in your tummy, you know? Yes. <laughs> so that's, I think for me, that would be one of the earlier ones. And then obviously I was like, I don't know, eight years old, nine years old, and I had the biggest crush on Kelly Kapowski. Oh, God. Of course. Yes. 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 So, yeah. and I, you didn't really know that. You thought you wanted to be her, but no, I, I wanted to be with her, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then I realized that way later. Yeah. I still have that problem now when I see like certain celebrities. I'm like, do I want to be her? Or do I want to fuck her? I can't figure it out yeah like Shakira is one of them god yeah. anyways so okay that's crazy so that was like your sexual awakening I think so I think that's the earliest that I can think of like there was okay. a scene that either it's either that that mm-hmm. Allison Hannigan and um and Tara or Amber Benson that's her name mm-hmm. or it would be that Romeo and Juliet because it was right around that same time Got you know it. late 90s early 2000s what about yours? Okay, wait. Before I answer mine, okay. I want to know what was your sexual awakening in real life, like, like your first like sexual awakening with a girl, like in high school, oh in elementary school, the girl you saw and you like had an automatic crush on, or oh my god, that's so funny. Um, the first girl that I had a crush on, like well, in real life, I don't want to say crush. I I want to say like sexual awakening. But in real life, not on TV. You know what? I think, okay, so for that, I would have to say when I was in my 20s and I was in college. Are you serious? Yes, because even though I had at that moment, by then I had already had my relationships with guys. You know, because I dated men Mm -hmm. for a long time. Like before that, I was dating guys. Solar star lesbian. (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) So I think for me... 
I would have to say my first kiss with a girl. And it was just like, to this day, it's like still super hot. Yeah? Yeah, but it's embarrassing. Why is it embarrassing? I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm so shy about it. (laughs) (laughs) To tell. Kiss and tell, my friend. Well, okay, if I tell you... We have to, to take it out of the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to take it out of the broadcast. But we're we're going to. You, you have to promise to be completely open to it, in the sense of like you can't judge me because once I tell you, I I can just see your face. Wait, is it someone I, I know? You know her. Oh motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> you know Fuck. her. You know her. Oh god. Okay, let me okay. get my face straight. Get your face straight. I can't see anything. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm coughing. Uh, you want to take a sip of something? No, it's okay. Okay, so you promised to be... Yeah. I'm really nervous now, because now you say I know her, so I'm nervous. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so, again, 20. You are 20? in my 20s, yeah. I have already had already had sex and been with guys and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Had my relationships with guys. They were just... Not the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, I'm just gonna go for it. I'm so nervous. <laughs> okay, so I had um, there was this girl in school when I was in college, and she was, you know, after a while, you take your the same majors with the same people, uh-huh. and this girl was in a lot of my classes, and I, I mean, I, I, I would see her because she was very beautiful and she was super tall, like uh-huh. you know, and. Uh, I eventually ended up one semester having every single class with her. Oh, wow. Like, literally, my full schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the whole week we were in the same class. And one of the classes that we had, it was a really um, sort of interactive class. And her and I started talking from there. And I remember that she was very flirtatious. Okay. At the time. But it took me a while to, like, differentiate between, is she flirting with me? Or being really friendly. Oh, being really yeah. friendly. Ugh, such a thin line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially when you think they're straight, right? Because yeah. I had never had any other, like, notion that she was gay or anything. Yeah. And so, we, I just didn't know. So, eventually, she confided in me and told me, yeah, I've had a relationship with a girl before. And then that's when, like, everything changed. You know, obviously. Wee, my, wee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and at that time, I had already started slowly, in a weird way, come to terms with, like, the really, the reason why my relationships with men aren't working is, one, because I'm not into it. And, two, like, the last boyfriend that I had, it was it was somebody that I was friends with for a long time. And then we took it like to the next level Mm -hmm. and I fucked that up. You know, I I totally hurt him. Like even to this day, I think this guy will never speak to me. And I carried that for a long time of like, well, I knew that I hurt him, but I couldn't in my own words or make it easy on him and tell him like, you know, the reason why I'm not as into you as you are into me Mm -hmm. is because I'm just not into you at all. You know, like it's, it's not, the sex was just sex for me. It wasn't anything emotional. It wasn't anything like that. And so I thought, just the way that he reacted and stuff, like I could tell that I really hurt him and I totally fucked that up, you know? Yeah. And after that, I just said, I, I can't be in a relationship again where I hurt someone, you know? And so I was single for a long time until she came around. And so I'm not going to say her name because... Well, what the hell? Well, because I'll, t- I'll write down the name. <laughs> Okay. No, go ahead. It's go ahead. three letters. You know who it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know who it is, right? Yeah. Okay. So I remember that we started having study sessions and stuff, and then there was an, a library, of course, mm-hmm. right? This is like quintessential college lesbian movie right here. <laughs> Call me for the rights. I'll sell it to you. 
Um, there was a library, and the library had like four stories up, and then it had three stories below underground. Okay. And once you hit below the the first basement level, I mean, it was a dead zone for your cell phone or laptop. I mean, you can get Wi-Fi, but obviously back then in yeah. the mid early two thousands, yeah. there was no freaking way that your laptop could send a text message you know yeah and who checked their email that much back then anyways so i just always knew that that was our meat spot like mm-hmm. all our friends knew like everyone else in that college you know in our group classes we would all meet down there and it was really quiet and private and it wasn't as hectic as the higher levels of the library but being English majors, mm-hmm. we had to give it that level of the basement a twist, so we called it the Inferno after Dante's Inferno because mm-hmm. we were setting a lot of Milton back then, and uh, we just knew like meet us in the Inferno and stuff. And so we there was a lot of times where her and I had a late class, so we would stay there together and stuff. And then I remember one day, I mean the flirting just kept getting bigger, 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 and mm-hmm. then I just realized that I did have feelings for her that. That it was, like, so intense, you know? It was just yeah. so much intense than usual. And that's where we had our first kiss. And it was, like, the moment that I kissed her, the moment that we had that first kiss, it was, like, fireworks. Because that was the first time that I had ever had that intimate moment where there was actual real attraction. Wow. Yeah, I had never had that before. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you can have a, a physical reaction to kissing a guy or whatever because your body is your body, you know? But it wasn't to that level of, like, just everything clicked. Yeah. In that moment, I was like, this is it. This is, like, what... What I was supposed to be doing all this my life. Is, yeah. yeah. And it just was... It was so sad that... It wasn't sad. It, I guess I would call it sad now, looking back on it, that it, I had to wait till I was, like, 23, 24 to have that. Because that's how long it took me to finally accept, like, yeah. you know, this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I think when you met, you know, when I met, it was right around that time. Mm-hmm. And I had already been dating her. Yeah. Yeah. Her and I were girlfriends at the time. We had been dating. And you got to meet her because she would come to the Yeah, station. I didn't like her. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, right? I didn't like her, right? Yeah, you didn't like her. You didn't <clears throat> like any of my girlfriends. I know. It's okay, though. It's not because I like Yesenia, guys. <laughs> She's like you my could sister. tell me this is an open space. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> um, okay, those are two really good stories. Yeah, um, Romeo and Juliet, Claire Danes for sure. Kelly Kapowski, I can. Kelly Kapowski is one. I think one. Kelly Kapowski fucked me up though, <laughs> because after that, that's the kind of girl that I've always wanted to be with, <laughs> like someone with yeah. light colored ha- eyes, dark mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And just, like, super friendly and bubbly. That's who I wanted. I wanted the cheerleader. Yeah. And look at who my current girlfriend is. <laughs> Same. True, true, true. All yeah, the, you're right. All the physical traits that I've ever gone for in a girl have been those. That's true. Fucking Kelly Kapowski. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so when you told me we were going to do this as the topic, I kind of was like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm, I didn't know where to start or, like, how far I could think. I have the worst memory, too. So I started with, like, asking Gloria what hers was. And Gloria's your fiancé, for yeah. those of you who are new to the podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and she told me that her first sexual awakening was Claire... No, Carmen Diaz on The Mask. Oh. Do you remember when she was on The Mask? Yes. The right? scene with the dress. Yes. Oh, my God. That's a good one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because till this day, she'll make me watch that movie because I'm not... It's all right. I don't... 
it's on my go-to. Yeah. But she'll want to watch it. Yeah, and I don't like, think I've seen it in, like, the over part where she dances and, like, does that whole thing, Gloria still, like, it's however old she was at that moment is what comes out at that <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, it really does. And she's all in love with it. So that was hers. Um, I... <sighs> I would have to say mine is um, the Pink Ranger from the Power Rangers. Oh, Kimberly? Yes, Kimberly from the Power Rangers. I don't know why. She was gymnastics. She wore <laughs> pink. She was a fighter. I just, I yeah. loved it all. She like, was bossy. Yeah, Had her shit together. That's a good one, too. But isn't yeah. that interesting that, like, for a lot of us, it was shows that we were young, mm-hmm. and yet we still kind of knew, like, that's the one, that's that person yeah. in that show is what I'm attracted to. Yeah. It would be kind of interesting to see, like, hear from gay men. Like, which guys, yeah. you know? like Probably, um, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> in the sex scene, in the, the water pool. <laughs> yep. Um, another one was, it's funny that you said Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because Buffy was one for me, too. But yeah. the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah, not the show. So the movie came out in... Um, 1996 or 1992 oh so it was a 90s film it was an early 90s film and her name is christy swanson she was so big daddy you know how um, oh the girlfriend that um left him in the beginning the girlfriend that left oh yeah 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 that started dating the guy that owned hooters yes Yes. (laughs) or was that chick was hooters yeah Yeah, her (laughs) she was buffy and i was in love like she was so hot to me. And it's so weird because, like, all of my, um, like, all the girls that I'm so like, oh, my funny. gosh, she's so hot, are always, like, these fucking plain white girls. It's so weird because I've never dated a white girl before you in my have? life. No. I, <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a second to think I about it. No, either. I haven't I've never I've dated on, a white girl. I think I've gone on dates with a couple of white girls. But they weren't, like, quintessential blonde girls yeah see and that's what my oh my god she's hot is always blonde fucking oh white really girls. yeah and gloria is always like what the fuck dude? that's like, so not like you yeah like what is it why do you why do you like these girls i'm like i don't know so anyways that was that but i have a really funny sexual awakening story that's like a real life story wait which, wait wait. i need to go back to the buffy then okay story. yeah do you still watch that sh- movie um no do you I think don't. if you were to go back to watch that, you would still feel the Fuck same way? yeah. Really? Dude, she was a badass. She killed fucking vampires. She, like, <laughs> she would get her own wooden sticks and, like, chisel them to make them <laughs> arrows and stuff. She'd do flips and stuff and, like, kill vampires. She was, she wrote a fucking motorcycle. Okay, now I have to watch that oh, movie. Oh, God. She you was know, cool as hell. Now that you mentioned that, though, uh, I think also Jessica Alba in that one TV show. Fuck, what is it called? The angel one? Yes. Yeah. That's another one okay. in her black suit. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, yeah. I never watched that one. How did I not know I was, like, super gay? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure my mom was like, oh, my daughter's, like, into <laughs> she girl really power. Loves she me. loves yeah. all that. Oh, God. Don't. Let's not start the Spice Girls. I was, like, in love with them, too. Girl Sporty power. Spice and <laughs> Scary Spice. I bet you like Baby Spice, though. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course I love Baby Spice. And Ginger. Ginger was hot, too. Yeah. yeah. Um... Okay, so when I first moved in with my grandmother, and me and my mom moved in with my grandmother back when I was, like, around five or something. Damn. Um, yeah, this story is going to be a real young story. Damn. <laughs> I was, like, six or seven, and there were these next-door neighbors. Oh, the girl next door. Yes. Her name was Abby, and she had a brother named Carlos. 
Now, here's the here's the fucking funny part, because if my family ever fucking listens to this podcast, <laughs> they're going to be mortified. Oh, because no. That's why I was really hesitant to bring up my college sexual awakening because i know she's gonna listen to it i know and, and i'm gonna, gonna be like i'm gonna get yeah, a text message and then i'm just gonna have to relive that moment all over again in my mind and sorry like, it was great while it lasted thank yeah. you <laughs> thank I you for doing story. well <laughs> how's lawyer life <laughs> don't sue me <laughs> i know um so anyway so all the time this girl abby and her brother carlos would go up to the gate of my grandmother, like, we shared gates, and would yell for me, Tara! Tara! <laughs> like, all day long until someone either told them, she's not here, she can't play, yeah. or I would come out to play. Yeah. Sometimes I would go to the gate and be like, Carlos! Abby! <laughs> like, literally just like that, and just, like, call them, right? So, till this day, my fucking family thinks it's a hilarious story that I would call these people like that, like, sounding all dumb, and make fun of me. And they'll be like, hey, Tara, where's Abby and Carlos? Aww. And like, and I was like, man, shut the fuck up. So I think <laughs> they think it's funny. But what they don't know is that you wanted it. I used to go over to Abby and Carlos's house and make out with Abby all the time. No way. We used to play house. <laughs> she was the dad. I was the mom. And no we would make way. out all the time. Yes. Dude, whatever happened to Abby? I have no fucking clue. You need to look her up. No, I really don't She's want to. She's probably a lesbian. I don't even think she was cute. <laughs> what? She's probably cute now. <laughs> no Maybe. way. You were like six or seven making out with a yeah. girl next door. Damn, Tara. That's like real sexual awakening. <laughs> that was my sexual awakening. That's so sad. Yours was when you were six and seven and I was 23, 24. <laughs> Jesus. I know, but I mean, I still went through all the phases that you went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah, because you started dating guys too, as well. Yeah. Oh my god, and it was like not weird. And what was no. Carlos in the whole time? Oh god, I think Carlos was the baby, and he was like, "Go to sleep, baby. I gotta talk to dad right now. <laughs> Let me make out with your sister for a little while. Give me some time." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't give a fuck where Carlos your was. Mom's all about Abby. Oh my god. So uh, my Nina Evie, my to my mom, to my Nino Arthur. <laughs> fuck you guys for making fun of me because I was making out with Abby the whole time. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that oh is god. so bad. Because they ask me all the time, have you have you made another podcast? I want to listen to it because they listen to all of them. Oh, they do. Which makes me nervous because there's some where I'm like talking about fucking and doing this and that. Oh, it so. doesn't matter. Yeah, so this one's going to be great. I mean, they know you live with your fiance. They know that you guys aren't just like making floral wreaths with <laughs> dying shit all the time. No. So, oh my god. Yeah, so... I just can't believe that. <laughs> that. Yeah, that was my sexual awakening. I cannot believe that. I don't think... I remember my first girl kiss, and it was during a... Um, I was out of college. I was out of high school, uh-huh. and I hung out with this girl named um, Melissa, who's still a really, really, really great friend of mine. And she's, she was, like, older than us, so she was, like, 21, and used to buy us alcohol. Because we all worked at the movie theater, and she was in college, uh, and so she mm-hmm. needed, like, a part-time job. But for us, it was the same thing, you know? Yeah. She was just a couple years older than us. 
And we used to go over to her apartment because she lived on her own. She was like the coolest friend ever. <laughs> right? She drove a Mustang and I drove a Mustang. And uh. then it was like, we were like the Mustang crew. And then our other friend, Robert, got a Mustang. It was just nice. like a whole Mustang college life. And uh, we used to go to her place and we used to play Spin the Bottle, uh-huh. which was obviously the cool thing to do when you were like right around high school, college, yeah. early college age. And I had a kiss with the girl there and I look back and I think, I can't believe I wasted my first girl kiss on her. <laughs> oh my God. She's going to yeah. hate you. She probably thinks the same thing about you. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, and I'm sure I wasn't even her first. Oh, she God. was like a white girl that like, <laughs> it was like the cheerleader of the high school. Oh. So she was a bit. No, she was, she, it was like her and my other really good friend, Erin, mm-hmm. and they all went to high school and they got all got it. these jobs together. You know how you used to get jobs mm-hmm. with your high school friends. So they were all like the popular girls in school, which yeah. I never really hung out with. I mean, I hung out with a nerd, so it was yeah. like a whole other world for me. But these girls were like already like, you know. So she was probably like, come here, let me show you something. Exactly. <laughs> she was like, this is not a big deal. Yeah. And for me, it was like the first girl kiss that I had and so it was just a really awkward thing because I never hung out with the cool kids and all of a sudden yeah. I was like with the cool kids making out, out yeah exactly making out with the chick <laughs> and it was just like one of those things where I was like oh my god I cannot believe that <laughs> that was my first kiss and my other friends they bring it up too because they knew me as a straight quote-unquote person and then later on dating girls and I remember that when I came out to them they were like oh my god remember that time that you kissed yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna say her name but I want to say it so bad because we always when we say her name she's like the kind of person that has that perfect name oh. where her first name just rolls right into her last name oh she's got a damn it. The okay, perfect name there. yeah yeah so that was one of those and you know what's funny is that last night and actually this morning as well um amelia and i talked about our sexual awakening as well because i wanted to sort of get an idea of what uh-huh. hers was and okay. how different it was and she mentioned, which I think, I mean, once I tell you what it is, you're just going to know right off the bat. Because it's one of those classic scenes in a movie that, like, is always brought up. Oh, God. And that's from the movie Wild Things. Dude, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, yes. it's probably lo- <laughs> fucking Wild Things. Yes. Oh, yes, dude. That was With uh, Neve Campbell and Denise Richards. Yes. Do you remember? And they were, like, the hottest chicks of that era. Yes. I mean, we're talking, I mean, who's the equivalent now? Uh, you like, can't. Ruby There's... Rose, like someone like just super sexual hot. Those were the two girls back in that time. Yeah, it was such a, I, the pool scene. Yes. And even that's the what threesome scene. Like, I didn't see well, the threesome. Not... I don't remember. The, the thing is, I haven't seen this movie since probably when it came out. Yeah. And, but for Amelia, I think that scene came, was yeah. the one that came to her mind. Yeah. That pool scene. And, and isn't it interesting that... Once again, we have another sexual awakening that deals with people being wet in the (laughs) literal form. Well, because that's fucking hot and sexy. Yes, but in real life, having sex in a pool or like a jacuzzi is a freezing. It's the worst fucking idea. (laughs) I'm cold. Yeah. Can't even get to where you need to get to. No. How long can you hold your breath? Chances are you're going to get a UTI because it's so (laughs) gross in there. You just put chlorine up my pussy. Yeah, it's not fun at all. So don't kid yourself, people. There's nothing sexy about jumping Please in a pool. Please don't get my hair wet. Yeah, exactly. And then taking off wet clothes is the worst yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. Because it's like sticky and heavy. Yeah, and like 
can you imagine like going to the pool and getting all wet and then like you guys are so like into it you're like fuck it let's go to the room but it takes you about half an hour to, to get out of the yeah you can't just leave them on the floor they're gonna get the the carpet wet you have to go put them in the bathroom and then you're kind of like oh i should might as well just jump yeah, in the shower there's, <laughs> yes there's nothing sexy about it at all by the time you get to the everybody bed, smells like, like oh, chlorine or whatever they're cleaning pools with these days it's bad um well I was on uh, BuzzFeed the other day because I was, like, trying to figure out, like, who is my sexual awakening? Because that Wild Things is amazing. And what's her name? Denise Richards? Uh, yeah, Denise Richards. She's and so then hot. the scene is with them two. They're fighting. Mm-hmm. And then they all of a sudden, because it's just logical. That's what you do. Yeah, you make out. And then there's, like, bikinis coming off. There's boob shots. It's perfect. And the whole time, Kevin Bacon's recording the whole yeah. scene. He's there's in that a, movie as well. There's a... a a part in that pool scene. I gotta go back and watch where Nev Campbell is laying down, like on the pool, like she's taking getting out of the pool. Yes, and she like <laughs> Denise Richards like wipes her finger across her lips, and it's like the most sex- sexual. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. You know what? I think that's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna that, switch yes. it up? Yeah. I, that, I mean, and that scene is like super hot. Yeah. Super hot. It's a super hot scene. Once again, nighttime in a pool. Yep. Those yeah. are the best times. Yeah. Okay, so this BuzzFeed article, they name literally 39 ladies who cause your sexual awakening. So see if any of these women are for you, okay? Let's go off of the first 10. Yeah, I'm not going to name them all. I'm going okay. to highlight the ones all that right. I like. Miss Honey from Matilda. Miss. Oh, yes. She was so freaking cute. <laughs> but I kind of wanted her to adopt me more than yeah. I wanted to be with her. But yeah, she was so she was really beautiful. Um, Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. Yes. I had a huge crush on, um, Christina Ritchie because she was also in now and then. Yes. Remember that? And she had that kiss with, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Devon Sawa. Yes. Like, who was is. like the shit back in the nineties too. Yeah. And is now like really weird looking. Yeah. But they had that scene where they were painting or playing basketball and they share a Coke and they have a kiss. Yes. That's mm-hmm. just like awesome. Uh, Sarah, who is Jennifer Conley from Labyrinth. I've never seen that movie. Oh, God. Okay. That's one of those movies that are my, I need to watch it before I die. Yeah. Tina is on here from The Mask, Cameron Diaz. Xena from Xena Warrior Princess. Yes, but I was always more into Renee. Really? Yeah, the blonde, her blonde sidekick. Um, Jules from Bend It Like Beckham. Kira Knightley. Uh, Kira Knightley, yeah. I had a huge crush on Kira Knightley. Tara from Am- Amber Benson from Buffy Vampire Slayer is on here, too. Boom. And last but not least, Poison Ivy, Uma Thurman from Batman and Robin. Yes, I remember that. But right. I was in... I think I was more into, like, the whole action of Batman than mm. looking at the chicks, too. Joan Jett's also on this list. Which, like, eh. Is um, anyone from The O Word on there? No, not yet. Lisa from Girl Interrupted, Angelina Jolie's character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but she was kind of fucking crazy, though. I, I think know, I was more scared of her hot. than anything. I don't know. Not for me. <laughs> I like a quiet life. <laughs> I like to be quiet. <laughs> just want to read my books, my Shakespeare books. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, everyone has had their time. Even uh, your girl from Harry Potter is on here. Hermione Granger. Yeah. Emma Watson. Okay. I wish I was younger. To have so those that, feelings. So to have those feelings. <laughs> but at that time, I knew I was way too fucking old for her. <laughs> I was like, this is creepy. Now it's okay because, you know, she's, like, older yeah. and stuff. But, I yeah. mean, Jesus. Like, when when those movies were popular, I mean, I was, like, in my 
early 20s, I think, you know? Yeah. So there was no way I was going to go for that. Um, what else did that BuzzFeed article talk about? Was just the chicks? Or yeah, just chicks. A whole bunch of chicks. Okay, I want to ask you, is Natalie Portman from The Black Swan in that? No, that's Because that should be in there. Who is- She's fucking nuts in that movie, though. Okay, but who was the chick that played... Uh, oh, it's uh, Ashton Kutcher's wife. Um, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis was in that film, too. That was a hot scene, too, when they had sex. Yeah. That was a pretty hot scene. Yeah. Uh, my friend gave me one, but I totally forgot what it was. And can't remember. You can't remember? No. I wish we had asked more people, because it would be interesting to see. I know. I feel like next uh, next podcast, if it's... And what subject it is, we should put it on the web on on Instagram. And yeah, see what people, see are if people are hitting us up on t- Twitter and stuff too. Yeah, um, if you guys wanted to send us your sexual awakening, that would be awesome. We would love yeah, to talk about it and stuff. Yeah, next one. yeah. Or if you guys have any ideas of topics that you guys want us to talk about, that would be great as well. Hey guys, this is Yessi. So when we finished recording this podcast we realized we were having some technical difficulties and unfortunately we weren't able to record a proper goodbye so i just want to come on here and say thank you so much for listening and once again you can find us on soundcloud.com itunes please leave us a comment please subscribe please share this podcast once again thank you so much and i look forward to hearing from you guys bye